everlasting father god in heaven we just want to say thank you we acknowledge your hand upon our lives for lord of god in heaven we can do nothing except you allow it and therefore lord we thank you for the privilege to gather here as a family we ask in the name of jesus that lord even as we go into your word father lord we pray for light father we pray for light let light burst forth O god and that the name of jesus be glorified in jesus mighty name lord i commit myself unto you O god in heaven that lord even as i speak lord speak through me let none of me be visible but all of you O god that your name may be glorified in jesus mighty and matchless name we have prayed amen amen praise the lord hallelujah amen praise god hallelujah can you please open your bible with me to the book of first samuel chapter 30 first samuel chapter 30 perhaps if you're reading um you don't have a bible on you by the grace of god you should be able to see it legibly on your screen hallelujah hallelujah amen and i will always encourage if you can read it audibly to your hearing it encourages you and it strengthens you there's something beautiful about the word of god hallelujah and i read now it happened when david and his men came to ziklag on the third day that the amalekites had invaded the south and ziklag attacked ziklag and burnt it with fire and had taken captive the women and those who were there from small to great they did not kill anyone but carried them away and went their way so david and his men came to the city and there it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and their daughters had taken captive and the verse 4 it says then david wept hallelujah then david and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and the bible says what and they wept until there was no power to weep anymore hallelujah and it says in the verse 5 and david and david's two wives ahinoam and Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Now David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of the people were grieved. Every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. Hallelujah. And David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, Please bring me the effort here. And Abiathar brought the effort to David. And the verse 8 says, So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for surely hallelujah for surely overtake them without fail and without fail recover all hallelujah recover all hallelujah and i just pray for someone this morning perhaps you have lost something i ask that the lord would restore even much more than you have lost in the name of jesus for that is the beauty of our god hallelujah that is the beauty of our god hallelujah again good morning to 
uh, to you church what a privilege it is for us to gather here this morning but god has laid this in my heart for us to look into the aspect of the path to recovery hallelujah and so for those who are writing this morning the title of my sermon is the path to recovery hallelujah the path to recovery praise god hallelujah and here you come to realize that just to give a side note you see all through the life of jesus christ or here on earth because the reality of it is in the body of christ as a body as an organization as a people we are celebrating or we are in the season of easter and we are recognizing the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus christ and so we begin to look at indeed what does this resurrection hold what does it imply what is the season of easter connote and i come to realize that all through the ministry of jesus christ hallelujah here on the earth that if there's one thing he focused most importantly praise the lord if there's anything jesus focused his ministry on was on the aspect of understanding hallelujah if there's anything jesus emphasized not just to his disciples but to everyone he came across he always emphasized the relevance of understanding look at me with this in scriptures the bible said that jesus met a woman at the well hallelujah and just to give a pretext to that story jesus told the woman and said give me water to drink hallelujah and the woman and they began to have a conversation but the key thing there is in the verse 10 now jesus said to the woman and said if you knew the gift of god and who it is who says to you give me a drink then you would have asked him and he would have given you living water hallelujah in other words the reality of it is this is that until you know the capacity of who you are in the company of you would always be shortchanged hallelujah i'll give a classic example here excuse me i'll give a classical example here you realize that the truth is no matter how so for someone who is broke and is in need of money except the person knows those within his sphere of influence who are able to sort out his or her need they would always remain impoverished in other words until you have an understanding of the capacity of who you are in the company of you would not be able to maximize the advantage of them being in your company hallelujah i'll say it again that until we have the understanding of the capacity of who we are in the company of we will always be disadvantaged because we are not maximizing that relationship effectively. And that is why Jesus said, if only you knew, if only you knew the person who were you were, who are, who you are in the company of, then you would have asked for living water. In other words, you would have asked for something higher. It's almost like for a child, the father has behind his hands has one a big chocolate and the other hand he has a little chocolate and he tells the son which hand do you want me to give you and he says give me the left hand and on the left hand he has he takes the little chocolate but only to realize that in the big hand there was a greater one that he could have taken advantage of and so you realize that jesus was asking the woman do you really know what i am able to do in your life because if you do 
then you'll be mindful of the things that you are asking. Praise the Lord. Now, another thing happened again in the book of Luke 19. Luke 19, the Bible says that Jesus was walking past and he looked at Jerusalem and he wept. Praise God. In the verse 41, it says, Now as they drew near, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, Again, if you had known, even you, especially in this your day, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. Praise God. They are hidden from your eyes, for days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment around you, surround you, and close you in on every side. Praise the Lord. Verse 44. And level you and your children within you to the ground, and they will not leave one stone upon another, because you did not know the time of your visitation. Little one of the Bible says that there were a group of people in the book of 1 Chronicles 12, that these were the sons of Issachar who did what? Who understood the times and knew what Israel ought to do. You begin to understand that Jesus was so big on the aspect of understanding. Now you may be wondering why am I saying this? I carry on. Again, in the book of John chapter 14, John chapter 14, something interesting happened. Jesus was telling his disciples that you know what? Because you have kept company with me, you have a privilege. You not only know me, but you know the Father. Praise God. And it says in the verse 7 here, If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father. It is for us and Jesus said to him again have I been with you so long yet you have not known me you see disciples asked Jesus and said teach us how to pray and Jesus said when you pray pray our father who art in heaven in other words the only way you can get access to the father is through me Praise God. You see the key of understanding here. But yet, Philip did not understand that I was in the presence of the gateway to anything that I needed. Hallelujah. In other words, anything I needed, all I need to do was to anchor my understanding of the fact that I have the Son. And if I have the Son, I have access to the Father. Little wonder Jesus said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. Anyone who wants to come to the father can go in no other way but through me and so christ was saying have i been with you for so long and yet you do not know who you have again i say this until you understand the capacity of who you are in the company of you would not be able to take full advantage you see the reality of this is this the secret or the answer to your prayer is in the people within your influence Praise God. I say it again. The answer to the prayer you're praying. Praise God. The answer to your prayer is in the hand of someone. But yet, if only you understood, if only God will open your eyes to the person. The Bible says that of all the widows in Zarephath, 
none was anyone sent except to the widow praise god in other words her answer to the prayer was in the hands of someone praise god and until god aligned their steps then she was able to take full advantage and in my opinion in my opinion i don't think she took full advantage but we can discuss that a, a different day praise god hallelujah Another interesting thing happened on the road to Emmaus. Remember, I'm focusing on why Jesus hammered on understanding. Because if there's anything that I want us to have today, is that if we are going to fully understand what is required on the path of recovery, then we must dwell on these things. Hallelujah. Now, a very interesting scenario happened. We are in the season... Easter and it is fair to say that a similar scenario happened at that time and the Bible said that just after Christ had risen there were these two young men walking on the road to Emmaus praise God and Jesus came into their company praise God and they were the disciples but the reality of the incident was the fact that they did not even know. They were all saying, oh, can you imagine that Jesus has been crucified? They said he was going to rise on the third day. And now they cannot find the body. And so we don't even know, has he risen or not? What are we going to do? And the Bible says in the verse 13 of that scripture, Luke 24, it says, now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was seven miles from Jerusalem, verse 14 and they talked together all these things which had happened so it was while they conversed and reasoned jesus himself drew near and went with them hallelujah but again he says their eyes were restrained hallelujah their eyes were restrained so that they did not know him praise god so that they did not know him verse 30 he says now it came to pass that as they sat at the table with them, this was Christ now, because Christ was saying that he was going to depart, and they cajoled Jesus to come and dwell with them for the night. And Christ agreed. And so the verse 30 says, Now it was as he sat at the table with them, hallelujah, he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them, hallelujah. When their eyes were opened, knew him and he vanished from their sight and the verse 32 says that and they said to one another did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us so they rose up that very hour returned to jerusalem found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together saying the lord is risen indeed and has appeared to simon and they told about the things which had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread praise god christ was in their very midst yet they did not know him praise god christ was in their very midst but they did not know him you see the reason why i have said all these things is to this conclusion if you and I claim to be Christians, 
Praise God. If you and I claim to be Christians and yet we don't understand the significance of the resurrection of Jesus Christ and what it holds for you and I, then the reality of it is do we really know what is in that package? Praise God. Do we really know what God has packaged for us in the resurrection power? Praise God. You know, that is why little wonder Apostle Paul was saying in the book of Ephesians, you know, Paul was saying that his earnest desire is that everything that I've gained, I count it loss for the knowledge of Jesus Christ, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. And so in the book of Ephesians, Paul began to pray for the church. And I believe this must be our daily prayer. And Paul says here in the verse 15, Therefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks, making mention of you in my prayers. And what was the prayer all about? Simple, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling. What are the riches of his glory of his inheritance in the saints? And what is his exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the walking of his mighty power? Why? It says, which he walked in Christ. When he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the, in heavenly places, far above principality and power, might and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age which is to come. In other words, if Jesus or if God as the father needed to demonstrate his supremacy, you know, when I was much younger, we used to play this game called Mortal combat praise god and in mortal combat you see how you win the fight is that they will come to a point where they will say finish him and the reality of it is you needed to do a finishing move and the, and in conclusion of what i'm trying to say here is the fact that god's finishing move for the enemy was the fact that jesus rose from the dead hallelujah because it would have been a thing of mockery if christ said on the third day i would rise again and he did not rise then our faith is of no is of no use little wonder paul was saying that the faith that we claim is a faith that is valid because we have seen the christ because he has risen hallelujah and so again i say it that if you and i claim to be christians and we don't fully comprehend the relevance of the resurrection in our lives in this day are we really christians praise god because like i said resurrection was god's finishing move and that and this is why we must always you know in the secular world they say always look at the terms and conditions why because it is in there that you know what is in the resurrection package for you and i Praise God. Hallelujah. There is something in the resurrection package for you and I. And so, even as we begin to look at the path to recovery, my message to somebody here is a message of hope. 
Praise God. Perhaps you have lost something. Perhaps you have suffered setback. Perhaps you have experienced heartbreak. My message to you this morning is a message of hope. And the hope is not baseless. The hope is based on the fact that Christ has died. Christ was buried and Christ has risen again. And on account of that resurrection, you are allowed to recover all. That is what God was saying to David. That indeed pursue, surely overtake for you will recover all. And that is what God is saying to someone this morning. You would recover all. That is the promise of God. Not just to me, but to everyone who is willing to believe. Hallelujah. And so I ask you this question this this morning are you willing to believe are you willing to believe that this is god's idea for you hallelujah remember we're looking at the path to recovery now the bible says in the book of jeremiah a very interesting statement in the book of jeremiah 6 verse 16 jeremiah was saying that thus says the lord stand in the way and see it says ask for the old part some versions say the ancient parts where the good way is and walk in it then you would find rest for your souls but they said we will not walk in it in other words there are different ways but there is a way that god has prescribed that if you and i are going to recover then we must ask for the ancient parts how did those of old recover what they have lost because there is a method that we must imply or rather employ rather for us to achieve what god has designed for us praise god hallelujah a man of god said that spirituality is practicable is not the guesswork there is something that we must do there is something that we must do to attain the desired results that we seek and that is my mission this morning to show you what you and i must do if we are going to recover all that has been lost and i pray that the lord will help us all in the name of jesus hallelujah the very first thing i want you to settle in your heart because one of the things that depletes faith particularly when it comes to the aspect of prayer is when we are second guessing whether or not it is in God's agenda for you and I. Praise God. Now, I want you to please settle this in your idea or in your mind that recovery was God's idea in the first place. Because that is the essence of why Jesus came to die and was buried and resurrected. Praise God. Because Christ is reason you and i are allowed to recover praise god and so whether it be recovery from any addiction we can recover from that addiction because christ has risen perhaps is a recovery in your health in your body there is a sickness in your body and you're wondering is it god's will for me to be healed you are allowed to recover because christ is risen perhaps you have lost money and you're wondering but god i saved all my life what is going to happen to my savings you are allowed to recover because christ is risen perhaps you have lost a loved one 
I remember when my father passed away and I was asking myself, Lord, this man was like a beacon to me. Who is going to guide me? But I saw in scripture where the Lord comforted me and said, we do not weep as those who have no hope because those who slept in Christ, we will see them again. And so for that reason, I will recover because on the resurrection morning, those who I love, who has passed away, I will recover them again is only a question of time hallelujah and so you realize that there, so long as you are in christ there is nothing you have lost that god has no agenda for you to recover praise god there is nothing on god that you have lost that god has not made provision for its recovery in the resurrection of jesus christ hallelujah Praise God. And this is the reason why we rejoice. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews chapter 4, verse 7 to 9, Paul was saying that, but to each one grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. It says, therefore, when he ascended on high, he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. You see, when I was studying for this, sermon i went to search what does this gift mean and the hebrew word was there saying that that gift means present and so the present god has given to you and i on the resurrection morning recovery was part of what is in that box hallelujah and it says now this he ascended what does it mean but that he also first and foremost did what descended into the lower parts of the earth he who descended is also the one who ascended far above the heavens that he might feel all things and so there is something god has ordained for you to receive in today's service you are not here by chance there is a design that god wants you to come to an understanding that so long as you possess that understanding faith is built up in your spirit and then you can place a demand on the resurrection and god will fulfill hallelujah and god will fulfill hallelujah hallelujah this is why there is hope there is there is hope there is hope i don't want you to lose hope the bible says in lamented Lamentation chapter 3 verse 24. It says, the Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I will hope in him. There is hope, my brother and my sister. Hallelujah. There is hope. But first and foremost, what does recovery mean? Because when you are saying you want to recover, what does it mean? According to the dictionary, it says, number one, it is a return. Hallelujah. A return to a normal state of health mind or strength again i say are you nursing one sickness in your body i allow me to tell you the good news because jesus is risen hallelujah you are allowed to recover praise god it doesn't matter what the doctor may say the bible says who shall declare a thing and it comes to pass when my god has not commanded it praise god number two it says that recovery implies the action or process of regaining possession or control of something stolen or lost hallelujah number three to regain the strength composure 
balance or the like of oneself. Are you wondering what has gone in my life? There was a way that I used to be before. I used to be on fire for God. But all of a sudden, it seems like I cannot even pray any longer. God is saying that you are recovering. Hallelujah. Perhaps you used to love the Lord with all your heart. You would do anything for Jesus. And all of a sudden, your love has waned. Your love has grown cold. And you're wondering, Lord, what is going on? The Lord is saying you are on your path to recovery. Hallelujah. And you would recover in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. For the sake of time, I'll just discuss one path. One path, one thing on the path of recovery and we'll carry on from next Sunday. Praise God. On the path of recovery, number one thing that you must know to acknowledge if you are on the right path. In other words, I am in the journey to recover something. Am I doing it correctly? Number one is that you must acknowledge God from the onset. Praise God. From the beginning, you must acknowledge God. Genesis 1 verse 1 says, in the beginning, God. Hallelujah. In the beginning, God. That is why he's called the Alpha and the Omega at the same time. He occupies the beginning and he occupies the end. And so, therefore, the Bible says that when David was encountered a loss what did he do the bible says that so david inquired of the lord saying shall i pursue this troop shall i overtake them and he answered pursue for you shall surely overtake them and without fail recover all hallelujah without fail recover all sometimes when disaster struck or strikes rather, we find comfort in telling people how uncomfortable our life has become. But the reality of it is you are complaining to the one who can do nothing about it. Praise God. We are comfortable throwing a pity party. Oh, why me? Why me? Why me? Why don't you come to the one who is able to change it? Because the reality of it is the reason why you're inquiring on God or the reason why you're acknowledging God is not only that God wants to acknowledge him. No, God wants to reveal something far deeper than what you are asking for it to be recovered. Praise God. Because remember, the father is after a relationship. Praise God. The father is after a relationship. Allow me to stop here for the sake of time. But again, this is just to create an expectation in your heart. That indeed, if you want to recover all that God has ordained for you or what the enemy has stolen, the very first step is that you must do what? Acknowledge God. Because if you want to find God, go to the beginning. Praise God. If you want to find God, go to the beginning. And that is why we're going to be praying this morning and just ask that, Lord, we're going to be crying for mercy. Perhaps you have employed ways that you shouldn't have in the first place. Because the reality of life is when we're going through situations, 
people will give us recommendations that may not be consistent with the ways and designs of God. But we're going to ask God for mercy. That Lord, perhaps I have gone, I have done things the wrong way. Father, have mercy on me. The Bible said that the hand of God is not too short to save, neither is his ear too dull to hear. But indeed, your sin has separated us. Therefore, open your mouth and pray and say, Father, I come before you this morning and I ask for mercy in any way that I have gone contrary to your design as it concerns the path of recovery. Father, I pray for your mercy that Lord, you will have mercy on me. That Father, you will have mercy on me, O God, and that your name be glorified, O God. Blessed be your holy name, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, O God. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Finally, for those who are yet to give their life to Christ, remember I said, if you want to find God, you must first of all go to the beginning. And in the beginning is where God is. And so perhaps you are yet to give your life to Jesus. If you are going to recover, it is only God that can cause you to recover all that is lost. And so perhaps you are yet to give your life to Jesus. Why don't you just say this prayer with me and say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you died for me on the cross of Calvary. And on the third day you rose again. I acknowledge myself as a sinner. I ask that you forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. Grant me the privilege to walk in the realities of the new creation. As I confess you as my Lord and my personal Savior. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. If you have said this prayer with me this afternoon, allow me to say congratulations. You are welcomed into the family of the beloved. The Bible said that indeed that if anyone opens the door to their heart, I will come into their heart and I will dine with them. So allow me to say congratulations. What a joy and a privilege to call you a brother or a sister in Christ. But please do something for us. If you have made the decision, you will see an email address at the bottom of the screen. Send us an email. We want to follow up with you. We want to provide you with tools and resources that would make for your growth and development in the faith. So that you will be able to possess all that God has designed for you and that his name be glorified in your life. I want to say God bless you. You have made the best decisions of your life and you will never live to regret it. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Enjoy the service.